Chapter Fifteen of Old Wells Dug Out. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marcia Payne. Old Wells Dug Out by Thomas Talmage. Crumbs under the table. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Matthew chapter 15 verses 26 through 28 it was a sabbath afternoon in the belleville parsonage i had been trying for two years to preach but to me the christian life had been nothing but a struggle i sat down at the table took up my bible and asked for divine illumination and it poured like sunlight upon my soul through the story of the seraphonician woman this woman was a mother and she had an afflicted daughter the child had a virulent exasperating convulsive disease called the possession of the devil the mother was just like other mothers she had no peace as long as her child was sick she was a gentile and the jews had such a perfect contempt for the gentiles that they called them dogs nevertheless she comes to christ and asks his help in her family troubles christ makes no answer the people are afraid there is going to be a scene there and they try to get the woman out of christ's presence but he forbids her expulsion then she falls down and repeats her request christ to rally her earnestness and to make his mercy finally more conspicuous addresses her saying it is not meet to take the children's bread that is the salvation appointed for the jews and cast it to dogs the gentiles christ did not mean to characterize that woman as a dog that would have been most unlike him who from the cross said behold thy mother his whole life was so gentle and so loving he could not have given it out as his opinion that that was what she ought to be called but he was only employing the ordinary parlance of the jews in regard to the gentiles yet that mother was not to be put off pleading as she was for the life of her daughter she was not to be rebuffed she was not to be discouraged she says yea lord i acknowledge i am a gentile dog but i remember that even the dogs have some privileges and when the door is open they slink in and they crawl under the table and when the bread or the meat sifts through the cracks in the table or falls off the edge of it they pick it up and the master of the house is not angry with them i don't ask for a big loaf i don't ask even for a big slice i only ask for that which drops down through the chinks of the table the dog's portion it is the crumbs i am after jesus felt the wit and the earnestness 
and the stratagem and the faith of that woman he turns upon her and says you have conquered me your daughter is well now go home mother but before you get there she will come down skipping out to meet you there i see the mother going she feels twenty years younger getting on in life but she goes with a half run amidst an outburst of hysterical laughter and tears they meet the mother breaks down every time she tries to tell it the daughter with cheeks as rosy as before she fell in the first fit the doctors of the village prophesying that the cure will not last because it is not according to their prescription but i read in the oldest medical journal in the world the daughter was made whole from that very hour in the first place i learned from my subject that sin treats us like a dog not as dogs are now treated landseer in his pictures makes princes of all the canine family you sometimes find the kennel lined and cushioned the st bernard dogs are admired all the world over there is one of them with a collar on his neck inscribed with the names of twenty-five persons whose lives he saved from the snow the sagacity and faithfulness and kindness of the dog have conquered the respect of the world he dashes from the ship's deck to save the life of the man overboard he rushes into the wild surf and brings ashore the exhausted bather with his warm tongue he licks into life the freezing wayfarer from the liffey bridge a child fell into the water a dog stood on the bridge and saw it fall and leaped after the child as it came to the surface and seizing it gently but firmly brought it ashore a gentleman stood on the bridge looking down at it and said how very sagacious that dog is how very kind and faithful but he was thrilled through when he saw it was his own child that had been saved there is no way in which you can so deeply offend a hunter as by maltreating his hounds the finest picture in the room of dr john brown of edinburgh the celebrated author is a picture of rab the dog immortal walter scott sang his praise the mastiff lying toothless and blind and lame on the doormat is the pet of the whole household but it was not so in the time of christ nor is it so in the east to-day that whole land is filled with mean curs they are foul and vermin covered and snarly and the most significant thing that a jew could say about a gentile in the way of depicting hatred was to call him a dog it seems as if the sagacity of the dog were not discovered in those days job gives him a kick in his thirtieth chapter ababishai said in regard to david shall this dead dog curse the king goliath said to david am i a dog that thou comest out against me with stones hazel wishing to depict his hatred for some kind of sin said is thy servant a dog that he should do this great thing paul writing to the philippians tried to set forth the danger of consorting with certain persons and said beware of dogs john in revelation 
describing the fact that the abandoned and the dissolute and the sinful shall finally be thrust out of heaven says without are dogs this i say to show you what intense hatred the jew of olden time had against the gentile you must all admit that it must have been a positively sinful hatred and so through my subject the first lesson i learn is that sin treats us like a dog it may flatter you for a while it may caress you for a while but no eastern traveller ever more mercilessly beat a whelp in the streets of beirut or damascus than sin will beat you and me if it gets a chance the way of the transgressor is hard sin is a scarification of the soul sin comes to the young man it says take a game of cards it won't hurt you besides that it is the way men make their fortune it is only a small stake see how easy it is the young man plays and wins a horse and carriage and a house wins a fortune see how easy it is says sin it don't cost you anything look at those young men who stick to their salaries away down at the foot of the ladder while you are in great prosperity the young man is encouraged he goes on and plays larger and larger the tide turns against him he loses the horse loses the carriage loses the house loses the fortune crack goes the sheriff's mallet on the last household valuable down lower and lower the man falls until he pitches pennies for a drink or clutches for devils that trample him with wild delirium the way of the transgressor is hard sin comes to a young man and says take this glass it won't hurt you it has very fine flavor take a glass in the morning it will be an appetizer take a glass at noon it will aid digestion take a glass at night it will make you sleep well you are in a glow while others are chilly how bright it makes the eye how elastic it makes the step one day you meet him and say what are you doing here at noon i thought you were at business oh i lost my place lost your place god have mercy upon the young man when through misdemeanor he loses his place every temptation in hell takes after him hoppled and handcuffed at thirty years of age by evil habit save that young man he is on the express train that stops not until it tumbles over the embankment of perdition the way of the transgressor is hard sin comes to a young man and says take a dollar out of your employer's drawer he won't miss it you can put it back after a while take another take another don't you see how easy it is hundreds of dollars added to your salary in a year one day the police knock at the door and say i want you what i want you discovery has come disgrace imprisonment loss of the soul the way of the transgressor is hard but you need not look through the wicket of the prison to learn this and to find the frozen feet and the bruised brow and to hear the coughing lungs resulting from crime 
every man has found out in his own experience that the way of the transgressor is hard sin demeans us sin is cruel sin is desperate it lacerates it mulls the soul it chains you like a dog it drives you out like a dog it throws refuse at you like a dog it whips you with innumerable stripes like a dog there is a legend abroad of some one of whom it was foretold that she should die of a serpent's bite the father to keep her away from that built a castle far out in the sea he said no serpent could crawl there but one day a boat came under the castle and the daughter saw grapes in it and letting down a rope she got the grapes and was eating them when she found a serpent entwined in the clusters it stung her and she died sin may seem luscious and ripe and to have all the wealth of the vineyard but at the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder oh have nothing to do with its approaches it promises you a robe it will cover you with rags it offers you a chalice of luxurious beverage it will fill you with wormwood it promises you a throne it will drive you into a kennel again my subject shows you jesus with his back turned that woman came to him and said lord spare the life of my child it will not cost you anything jesus turns his back he throws positive discouragement upon her petition jesus stood with his face to blind bartimaeus and the foaming demoniac and the limping paraplegic and the sea when he hushed it and the grave when he broke it but now he turns his back i asked an artist a day or two ago if he ever saw a representation of jesus christ with his back turned he said no it is a fact that you may go through all the picture galleries of london and dresden and rome and florence and naples and you will find christ with full face and profile but never with his back turned yet here in this passage he turned away from the woman and so some of you have come at times and found jesus with his face away from you here is somebody who is striving to be a christian he has cried to god for mercy and he has been in such anxiety about his soul as that syrophoenician woman was about her daughter he has come to christ and said lord look this way no answer he said lord jesus christ look this way i come with the soul sin sick look this way what did christ say you are a sinner you are a vile sinner you are a condemned sinner you are a dying sinner do you expect all the glories of heaven to be given to one as wayward as you have been but do not be discouraged o seeking soul put down the pack of thy sins at jesus feet anyhow if his face is turned away from thee then put down thy pack of sins at his heel then if perchance he step backward he will fall over it into thine outstretched arms awaiting sinner 
Jesus will turn his face at the right time. Remember that mercy postponed is mercy augmented. If the waters of thy soul come to flood tide, they will break away the dam. If the arrowhead be drawn clear back to the bow, it is only that it may be projected farther. If Christ turn his back to thee, it is only that the dawn on his face may be more effulgent. Oh, what are a few days or hours of darkness and struggle compared with the eternal illumination? What were the five minutes in which this Syrophoenician woman stood in bitterness behind Jesus compared with the 1,800 years in which she has rejoiced before him? Courage, O sorrowing soul! Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Many a man has put his hand over his shoulder to find the cross, and lo, it was gone. But in bringing his hand back again, he has struck the crown on his head, radiant with pardon and glory. I see horses dashing down the street. They draw a chariot. Who is in it? A man with a bandage over his mouth and his head wrapped in folds. Who is it? Nahum, the leper. He drives up in front of the place where the prophet lives. The charioteer cries, Woe, woe! They stop there. They wait for the prophet to come out. He does not come. He merely sends word, Go wash in the Jordan, and thou shall be healed. And so we come for Christ's mercy. That mercy may not have appeared as we expected, but let us be willing to take it at any time, and in any way it shall come. Blessed are all they who put their trust in him. Again, I see in my subject Jesus conquered by a human soul. That woman said, Take this disease away from my daughter. Jesus responded to her, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Then she roused her soul into an acuteness of expression seldom equaled by poet or painter or orator or satirist when she said, Yea, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then he turned and flung pardon and healing and help into her soul with the words, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt, and her daughter was made whole from that very hour. I have talked to you sometimes of Jesus, the conqueror. Listen now about Jesus, the conquered. You have seen him on the white horse of victory, all heaven following him on white horses, in his right hand the drawn sword of universal dominion, the moon under his feet, the stars his tiara, the sun only the rocket shot up in the signal service of his great host burning worlds only the bonfires of his victory but now see him surrender faith humility and prayer triumphant there are some things which are impossible for christ he cannot break his oath he cannot despise the humble he cannot resist the cry of faith heaven sheathes its sword it seems as if the prayer of the syrophoenician woman has conquered omnipotence the calvary troop that john saw coming down the hills of heaven fall back 
behold the victories of prayer history tells us of queen caroline who in eighteen twenty tried to get into westminster abbey at the coronation of george the fourth her offended husband with six shining bays and in a carriage of state she rode up to the door she tried this door no admittance she tried another door they demanded tickets she came to another door and said surely you will not keep out your queen but they said we have no orders for your admittance so she mounted her carriage and rode away in derision let me say that the attempt to get into the temple of christ's mercy will be fruitless if we come with pride and come in pomp we cannot ride through the gates in state we cannot come with plumes or pretension richly robed queen caroline failed at westminster abbey with george the fourth but the syrophoenician woman of the text at the door of christ's mercy succeeded with the lord of earth and heaven she wanted only the crumbs she is invited to sit up as a banqueteer bitter valley forge comes before victorious yorktown the kingdom of heaven is large enough when you get into it but the gate is so low that you cannot come in save on your knees o man o woman out of christ push your way this day into that kingdom with earnest importunate confident persistent prayer conquer all the obstacles in your way i suppose that the people who were standing around about the woman and around about christ said don't bother jesus with that matter you can't make any impression on him he has no medicine if the doctors of the village can't cure your daughter christ can't do it besides that you can see from his looks that he don't care anything for you the woman knew better with prayer she seized christ and with omnipotent cure christ seized the invalid and she was made whole from that very hour oh bring the diseases of your body bring the diseases of your soul to christ if his face be turned away from you keep on until he shall turn his face to you persevere implore beseech agonize and conquer why my friends you talk as though there were a greater amount of perseverance to be used in the matter of becoming a christian than in doing anything else let me say you have five hundred times in your life exerted more perseverance and put forth more determination than would make you a christian you put it out in worldly directions if you had taken a thousandth part of your worldly earnestness and with it gone toward christ you would have found him how men seek for the wealth of this world is any man utterly discouraged if he does not make a fortune this year does he not keep trying and trying who here especially among the young has given up the idea of getting at least a competency not one and yet how treasures do fall out by the way i was reading a day or two ago of the fact that in eighteen sixty one there were in this country failures in business amounting to two hundred millions of dollars and that in eighteen fifty seven 
there were failures in this country amounting to two hundred and ninety-seven millions of dollars yet who stopped seeking after money let me tell you that if you had sought with one half of the earnestness after christ and eternal treasures which characterized your search for earthly perishables you would long ago have had the joy and peace of the gospel so it is with the honors of the world how men push out their energies in that direction and toil and dirge and yet how little they are worth after they are gotten how mightily it was illustrated in the history of william the conqueror the world bowed down before him and yet when he came to die the rabble rushed into the room and stole the pictures and actually stole the last shred of clothing off the corpse of william the conqueror and then when they came to bury him in the chancel of the church a man stood up with a strong protest that actually staggered back the pallbearers and procession and inquired why such a miserable carcass as that should be let down into the church chancel all the world honoring him a little while before now all the glory departed but the failure of the world's honors have not discouraged you you have pushed on after them when i see that one half of that energy put out in the direction of the lord jesus christ would have brought you into the peace and the life of the gospel i do not ask you to exert any more energy in the divine direction than you do in the worldly direction but just as much strive to enter into the straight gate take the kingdom of heaven by violence come up to christ as this syrophoenician woman did and refuse to be put off and pray and pray and pray again until he shall turn his face of benediction and mercy upon you are you sitting here this morning unmoved while your last opportunity of salvation is going away from you spring is coming do you see the ice going out of the river you see the snow melting soon the voice of the turtle will be heard in the land are there any signs that the winter is breaking up in your soul is the only sound there that of the bittern and the owl of the night and the petrel crying through the everlasting storm when i think of the perils that hung around those who have not secured the pardon of the gospel i feel that i must leave the platform and take you by the shoulder and cry out in your ear as the angel did to lot escape for thy life look not behind thee neither stay thou in all the plain escape to the mountain lest thou be consumed i know that the critics sometimes say i am too importunate in pleading with men about their souls but how can i observe formalities and oratorical proprieties when i see sitting before me thousands within a short time of heaven or hell will you be like the syrophoenician woman upon whom christ turned his back oh he will not turn it for five minutes but from those who finally reject him christ will turn away and no entreaty no cry for mercy no groaning will win his favor the harvest will be past and the summer ended and the day of grace gone forever 
can that all be true or is this a fable am i merely imagining it will there be no great ordeal when you and i my brethren must stand naked and hear our doom christ saying to some on that day come ye blessed that invitation chiming like the very bells of heaven will there be a cry depart ye cursed coming from the study of the bible this morning into your presence i feel overwhelmed by these truths and i cry out if the lord be god follow him make up your mind whether the bible is right or not if it is wrong quit these assemblages they do not amount to anything if the bible is wrong stop praying it does not amount to anything but if it is all truth if i am an immortal man and yet a dying man if this body must soon perish and then my soul rise up into the presence of almighty god and stand before him in judgment oh let me appreciate it and let me act upon it by the crushed heart of the son of god by the flaming throne of heaven by the raging furnaces of hell fly for thy life let the wicked forsake his way i do not ask what sins you have committed i do not come with a partial gospel i do not say this man may receive the gospel and for that man there will be no mercy i tell you christ's arm of mercy is stretched out far enough to take in all this audience saying whosoever will let him take the water of life freely did you ever have a better offer than that pardon for all your sins comfort for all your trouble shelter in all your temptations peace when you die and joy forever and all without money and without price may that almighty spirit without which the heart stays hard and all the christian entreaty is unavailing may that spirit this morning set before you the stupendous issue of this hour o eternity where shall i spend it where will you spend it o eternity joys that will never fade sorrows that will never end which shall be mine which shall be yours end of chapter 15 recording by Marcia Payne.